Well, we got some, some might say very shocking, some might say not so shocking news this afternoon that Cody Rhodes is leaving All Elite Wrestling. We are going to talk about it right now on the Squared Circle Cycle Battle. My name is Michael Valenti. Join me is Ralph Valenti. What are your initial thoughts of this, Ralph, that Cody Rhodes, an AVP of AEW, practically the face of the company for two plus years, is leaving All Elite Wrestling. And on top of that, WrestleVotes is saying that a deal with WWE is almost all but done. This is shocking. Uh, shocking is the only word or probably the best word that I can use in, in describing how I felt initially when I read this. Now, I'm not even going to lie to you. When I initially read this, I swear I thought it was fake. I was like, okay, this is one of those fake things that's going to go around on Twitter. I sent it to you. I looked a little bit. I Googled Cody Rhodes and they were literally article after article saying that Cody Rhodes did in fact leave AW. Now, of course, this is pro wrestling. If this is some type of uh, way to swerve the fans, good on Tony Khan, good yep. on AEW. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got everybody talking about this. Everybody from all the who's who's of journalists in pro wrestling um, and not just people kind of questioning whether this is real or not. Most people are saying not only is this real, but there is an intent to sign with WWE at right. some point. So. Um, everybody from, you know, the, the who's who in wrestling journalism, you got guys like Ariel Huwani, uh, big guy in the MMA community, also a huge pro wrestling fan. Who's going to add some, uh, validity to the story, uh, considering his connection. So yep. yeah, uh, shocking. I, I am shocked still to this, this, this moment. And I, I think also the fact that when you search Cody Rhodes, it's not just wrestling Inc. It's not just wrestling observer that are reporting the story. The New York Post, which is a yes. huge news, a huge newspaper in the New York market, they're picking this up. You know, you have obviously everyone else. Sean Ross Sapp did a, a live thing to go about it. He explained the situation, how the deal with WWE isn't quite there yet, but there is talks. Dave Meltzer has brought that up. And for anybody that thinks this is a work, if it is, then this is going to be one of the best works for WW or for AEW since they started and, and pro wrestling for a very yeah. long time. But I do think this is similar to what we saw with the departure of Dean Ambrose a few years ago before he eventually joined AEW. Do I think Cody Rhodes is going to be in WWE starting Monday or next Friday? No, I think if he does come to WWE and it is a done deal, I think he's going to make a splash at that raw after mania. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, that's that's a really good call. I see. If I'm WWE and I choose to bring Cody Rhodes in. I'm thinking I'd probably want to capitalize and, and put him in a, in a match at WrestleMania. To me, that just makes sense, considering one, there's there's some other news that probably we aren't really necessarily going to discuss right now. But there is the rumor floating around that they did offer a one rattlesnake a spot on that card. Mm-hmm. So people were already discussing WrestleMania. There's already that uh, as, as a hot topic that's circulating. Um, if you compound that on top of literally one of AEW's biggest, um, I guess you would say stars, uh, certainly somebody that's in a prominent role, somebody that was a main uh, figure on TV up until maybe a couple of weeks ago, making that uh, jump from AEW to WWE, that, that's huge because he's essentially the first guy at that level, especially to do something like this, right. we've seen 
all the major names from WWE or a handful of major names, Brian Danielson, John Moxley, uh, Cody Rhodes. Uh, he wasn't even at that level at the time, but Chris those, Jericho. Those, those, yeah, those names left, decided, you know what? I'm going here. I'm out of here. I'm going to AEW. This is the first top tier guy I would consider made a venter to even get to the point where they're discussing I might go to WWE. Mm-hmm. So I'd capitalize on that. I'd certainly have him in a match at WrestleMania with somebody. Um, it wouldn't even need that much build. You know, I, I, Randy Orton to me, I don't know what he's going to be doing at WrestleMania, but he was the first guy I thought of. But the thing with Randy Orton is he's got Riddle. So what do you do with the tag team titles and the raw tag team titles with him and Alpha Academy? If, if RK bro get the titles back, which I think that's the WrestleMania match, RK bro versus Alpha Academy for the raw tag team titles. You know, what do you do with Lashley? This is, this is something that could happen if you have Cody go instantly into WrestleMania because Lesnar's got reigns. Who knows what's going on with Seth Rollins? Maybe he's going to face Kevin Owens. Maybe Kevin Owens is doing this thing with Stone Cold Steve Austin. I don't know, but Bobby Lashley seems like while he's a WWE champion, they there's no like plan for him. The guys that could yeah. have plans for him are Drew McIntyre and Big E, and they're both on SmackDown. Cody comes in being this huge like defector of AEW to WWE. And I think he'll get a baby face, baby face pop when he does show up. And that would be a great opponent for Lashley heading into mania. And why not give him the belt instantly? He's proven in AEW that he can be a face of the company. You know, he's got the, the reality show. He's got the game show hosting, which I think there's some people thinking this is this part of the reason why they think it's a work is because he's got those shows on TBS. Now that he's leaving AEW, what does that leave for Road to the Top? What does that leave for the Go Big Show? I mean, yeah. John Cena, who is the face of WWE for years, has Wipeout on TBS. So why can't Cody keep his shows on TBS? Yeah, and I think that's definitely one of the things I was going to touch on with this whole thing. Cody, to me, is probably, of the, the, of the guys that were, I don't know, the founding members of AEW, if you will, the Young Bucks, the Kenny Omegas, mm-hmm. the Chris Jerichos. Chris Jericho's already been in WWE. But Cody is the guy, to me, that would be able to make the easiest transition to what WWE is looking for. One, mm-hmm. because he's been there. Two, because he's proven he can be... Uh, better than what better than the position WWE had him in in, in his initial run there. Yep. Um, he's proven his stock is is much higher right. than what it was once was. So making that transition from what AEW is looking for in a pro wrestler versus what WWE is going to be looking for and expecting out of a pro wrestler slash entertainer, Cody Rhodes has proven he can he can be that guy. Um, you know him coming in being in that main event picture, challenging for a title. I definitely see him in that that category now, um, seeing as some of the stuff that he's been able to accomplish outside of the WWE. Uh, yeah, I think sky's the limit for Cody if he chooses to go back to WWE. And I think because he's proven that he can get that reaction from the crowd on a national TV scale, that some of these other guys that have that were can't miss, they didn't have that. They were can't miss in the indie halls. They were can't miss you know, in NXT and that doesn't quite have the same 
audience that even AEW has, which it's not the same as Raw or SmackDown, but still very, very close. The closest that you're going to get to Raw and SmackDown right now is AEW. And he's proven that he can be the top guy in that company without even having a title, or at least the world title. He had the TNT title three times. Let me throw this out there then. Possibility. What if he's the guy to dethrone the tribal chief? Okay, I'm going to throw my I'm Vince McMahon hat on here. And the unfortunate thing that we've seen with most people that come from other companies, unless your name is uh, AJ Styles, they don't like to give credit to former champions. I I understand that. Hold on. Before, let me just finish this. A lot of the guys in the ruthless aggression era that became world champions, where were they? Where did they get their name established? WCW. WCW. I'm talking about the guys like Chris Benoit and Eddie Guerrero and Chris Jericho. Those guys became bigger stars in WWE than they were in WCW, but they showed that on a national TV audience, they got what Vince wanted. And he saw that and he made them champions eventually. Cody Rhodes, who's already been in WWE, maybe wasn't the guy at the time proved himself every promotion he went to ring of honor, new Japan impact, uh, AEW that he can be the guy. Why not? Especially when you know, people are going to want that former AEW guy versus the face of WWE, basically like Hogan and flair in 92. They wanted that match. They didn't get it, but this is that opportunity to have a match like that. I don't know. I don't necessarily know if Cody's at the level of a Hogan or a Flair, no, I'm, but I'm not he's, that, he's but no. I, I get it. I get it. I get it. Um, and and the one thing that you point out, and I, I definitely want to agree with this and kind of expand upon it, is there are very few instances throughout the history of pro wrestling where a guy can go from uh, one company to another company and reinvent himself and either find equal or better success. Mm-hmm. That that has happened. In some instances, in some instances, some people will leave for another company and it just doesn't pan out. Um, Cody, to me, is a guy who truly, like the Cody Rhodes that we saw in WWE uh, back when he was with the WWE, this is not the same guy. I mean, he totally reinvented himself, Mm -hmm. the American Nightmare, the suits, the cigars, um, the promo ability. I mean, I couldn't even tell you the last meaningful promo that I saw from Cody Rhodes. I mean... Gone are the days of him as Stardust. Right. I, I highly, highly doubt. I don't, and I, I don't think Cody Rhodes would ever sign a contract mm-hmm. if WWE was like, hey, we really want to revisit Stardust. Right. Actually, I didn't even re- think of that until just now, him being Stardust no. before he left. So um, him dethroning Roman, him beating Bobby Lashley, I, I definitely think he's up in that caliber where he can be that, that main event guy. Right. Um, you know, they, they desperately need something to shake things up, some kind of injection of good, positive morale, because I don't always take these things to heart when you see the thing. Oh, morale is so low. Oh, Vince McMahon says there's nothing wrong with it. It could be true. It could be BS. I mean, Ryan Gewirtz says it's mor- BS. I, morale. OK, who'd you talk to? Yeah. Did you talk to the guy that's, you know, jerking the curtain that thinks he's probably the next stone cold Steve Austin? Well, of course, he's going to tell you morale's low because he's pissed off with his position. Right. Are you talking to the Orton's, the Kevin Owens, who just resigns the Sami Zayn's, the Roman Reigns, 
guys of that caliber, they're probably not too upset with morale and the position that they have in the company. But Cody Rhodes, I could certainly see in that position uh, really quickly. Right. I, I, to me, he's got to go right in the main event picture or feud with a really prominent guy. They need to strike while, they, while the iron is hot with him if he does go to WWE. Right. Now, I do want to bring up the point. I kind of brought it up a little bit. He has his show, the Go Big Show. He's got the reality show, Rhodes to the Top. So maybe his philosophy or his 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 main priority right now isn't professional wrestling. What are the odds that maybe these talks of WWE do not get, you know, a done deal and he just leaves wrestling for a while? I'm not saying seven years like CM Punk, yeah. but say six months to a year. Just, you know, focusing on his his baby girl and, you know, staying away from wrestling and you know how toxic the fan base yeah. of professional wrestling could be. And he was, you know, at the forefront of social media and hearing that backlash and not wanting to turn heel. I bet you is part of the reason why he left AEW because they probably wanted him to do it and he didn't want to do it. And he was adamant that he could be a top baby face and the fans, the smarter, the smart marks, if you will, were not going to let him until he turned heel. As far as his TV shows and stuff are concerned, I feel like he only had those opportunities because he found success uh, as a pro wrestler, right? I, I, to me, the, to, True, to get yeah. a TV show like that um, surrounded by other celebrities, it's not like if he wasn't a professional wrestler, he would have been granted those opportunities, I don't think. Um, so, you know, I, with him... It's tough. I, I can't even put, I, I know why the fans turned on him to a certain extent. I don't agree with it. I think that he's a guy that unfortunately gets the Triple H uh, effect, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, the John right. Cena effect. Um, you know, um, but he did his part. He, it's not like his, his matches were mm -hmm. bad. It's not like his promos were bad. It's just that at some point the fans got sick of it. Got right. sick of the fact right. now, that he was being put in positions where he was putting over, he was being put over talent that they considered up and coming young talent. Now, I, I don't know if you agree with that or not, but I, I, I think with both Triple H and Cody, I think they both get bad reps for burying guys that they shouldn't have buried. But then again, you look at Triple H's WrestleMania record and he has the most losses in WrestleMania history and he's put over tons of guys that became big names. It's just he's not going to put everybody over. Same with Cody. He's not going to put over everybody. And there were times where I agree. There, you know, he probably could have put over Sean Spears, but we know what Sean Spears is. He's a fall guy in a faction. Anthony Agogo, he probably could have put where over. Is he? But what, the, what are they doing I, with him? Where is you he? Know, that's the thing. Like everybody right. points, oh, he didn't put this guy over. Oh, it, who is he supposed to put over? Warhorse? Like, come on. I mean, he's put, you don't have to right. win uh, a wrestling match for somebody to consider you credible. You know, he did quite a bit for mm -hmm. the for the success of uh, MJF. Wardlow tweeted out a picture of him doing the moonsault on him in their, their cage match. So um, it's not right. like these moments is in, in these interactions and sharing the ring with Cody Rhodes didn't do anything for some of these people. Exactly. So, but I do want to bring up one last talking point here, and that is this report that's been going around. I don't know exactly where it came from or if Tony Khan actually said this himself, but... The fact that Tony Khan said that the budget is part of the reason why they could not get to an agreement with Cody re-signing. Now, this is what a lot of fans say. Tony Khan has all this money. He could sign anybody. 
He can out, you can buy out WWE if he wanted to with all this money, but yet he can't resign the EVP and practically the face of the company for two years. Do you believe that that budget was part of the reason? Or do you think that maybe there's something there that we heard in the past, like the Bucks and Kenny and losing creative control to Tony Khan? Where, where right, do you so see So first this? of all, as soon as I heard budget, that's where I started to feel like, okay, this might be a work because that would be, certainly be a subtle little dig at WWE releasing talent or letting talent go or not releasing talent because of budgetary constraints. So that's, that's the first thing that kind of mm-hmm. stood out to me. Now, this is something I've been saying for so, so, so long. People misunderstand what it means to to be a to, to physically be or to actually be a millionaire meaning i have a i have a million dollars in my pocket in my personal bank account uh to to be a billionaire meaning i have a billion dollars like cash um that doesn't mean like financially aw can just go and sign an endless amount of people which they they've signed quite a few people and for some of these people They've probably right. signed them to lucrative deals. So do I think that it's true that Cody may have thrown a number out there and, and they were like, look, we just can't afford to pay you that based on recent signings, based on where we want to be versus uh, our revenue versus what we're willing to pay talent. Realistically, this is how it works. Mm-hmm. You forecast how much you're going to make for your revenue. You forecast how much of that revenue you're going to dedicate towards paying your employees. Uh, it's usually a percentage. Um, can you go above that? Yes, but then it starts to take away from revenue and stuff like that. Tony Khan, when people say Tony Khan is a billionaire, he can afford to pay anybody he wants. That's partially true, but when you're saying that, you're essentially suggesting Tony Khan's going to physically take the money out of his pocket to fund the wrestler, like pay the wrestler. Can he do that? If he truly has billions of dollars, yes, he can. Is that financially responsible for a business to do that? No, it's not. The business has to sustain its... The business has to support itself, meaning... AEW has to bring in X amount of revenue to support X amount of money going out to pay its employees. So when you tweet out, mm-hmm. oh, well, Tony Khan's a billionaire. He's got more money than Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon has built an empire so he can sustain the amount of talent and pay his talent very well. Tony Khan seems like he's in the right direction. Can I sit here and say that it's beyond uh, comprehension that Cody Rhodes may have said, I want to be paid X amount. And Tony was like, we can't make it work, man. I'm sorry. It's not within the budget. That's realistic. It's happened. It happened to Vince yes. with Hall and Nash. Yes, it did. And yes. Bret and I Hart. Think the other thing that people need to... Right. And I think what people need to realize is Tony Khan has this money. Now, granted, it's really his dad's money and part of it is his too. But at the end of the day, they also have other ventures where this money comes from. It's not just AEW, just like WWE, unlike WWE where Vince McMahon... This is all his money. All his money comes from WWE. It's not coming from the Jacksonville Jaguars. It's not coming from Fulham Football Club and all these other ventures that the Khan family has. Vince McMahon only has WWE. Michael, is Vince McMahon a billionaire? So it, I think so. Is he wealthy? He's wealthy. And well off. Okay. Yes. Where's the XFL? Uh, he sold it to The Rock. Because uh, the first go around, what happened? It failed. It financially could not sustain itself. So right. when people say, oh, this guy's a billionaire, a millionaire, billionaire and millionaires have multiple businesses that go out of business all the time. Yes. So don't just be so quick to tweet, oh, he's a billionaire. That Stop doing that. You do, you're, you're tweeting 
inaccurate, misleading information. Well, it's not inaccurate. It's just misleading. Inaccurate in the sense that they're using it to, the way they're using it is inaccurate. They're using it for more confirmation bias that, oh, they could just, it's not about money because Tony can just buy out these wrestlers or whatever. But like these, like, could this be the first of many dominoes to fall? Because, you know, if Cody leaves, what makes you think MJF won't leave? What makes you think Wardlow won't leave? What makes you think Jade Cargill won't leave? Michael, it's all possible now. Six months to a last six months ago to a year ago, people laughed at us when we even made the suggestion. Oh no, creative control! They're so happy. There's no way. Cody Rhodes is a major player for AEW. No matter how you, the guy was a freaking EVP. He was at literally one of the guys that got the ball rolling to even bring AEW into fruition. You know, mm-hmm. all in that whole movement. He was a part of that from day one. It was we his bet we with Belzer. Correct. We were at the freaking place in uh, Danbury, the show. What was that? Northeast, North, Northeast, Northeast, Wrestling. Northeast Wrestling, where they were showing up at all the indie shows. We were there for that. Like he was just a, just uh, a big a part of that as the Young Bucks and Hangman Page and Kenny Omega and all those guys. Yes. Um. So no matter how they want to shake this, if he's going to go to WWE for whatever reason, it just goes to show you like AEW is not this like untouchable wrestling promotion that you just are. We're just going to accept and assume that all of wrestling pro history will tell you that guys go back and forth from promotion to promotion, right. wherever the creative and the money is right. AEW is no exception to that. It's not going to be guys are going to continue to go back and forth uh, for both of those reasons. I'd imagine. I agree. And I, I think People, I think this is a wake up call for those fans that truly believe that everyone just wants to leave WWE to go to AEW or that the the AEW talent there now are going to be lifers and they'll never leave. This is telling you, like, if the EVP will leave, if the face of the company will leave, anything is possible. Never say never. And, And listen, he could sign a two year deal with WWE. And then two years later, go back to AEW, go for the world title and make something happen. Or this could be a giant work and everybody gets fooled. And that would be the work of the century. But uh, until we actually see him and hear his music and he walks through the Titan Tron and enters a WWE ring, it's fun to play the speculation game. So let's assume it's a work. Mm hmm. A work for what, essentially? Like, what? that's the one thing I'm struggling on. Like, because even, even here, if he shows up. Here's the one thing that I think a lot of people are alluding to. His contract has expired. He's no longer EVP. He's no longer a talent with AEW. But if he renegotiated his contract, part of his deal is he can go for the world title. And the chase is on for him to get that world title. Okay, so that, but that, it's not like that. Him, him going to the WWE is a much bigger deal than to me, in my mind. Hey, we worked everybody. He's still with us under contract and now he's going to challenge for the championship. But the fact that you're getting like major newspapers outside of wrestling picking this up. Yeah. And you work them. That's huge. Like when you can work the, the everyday person, not just the fans that are in the know that go on Twitter and nod, nod, wink, wink. They know that they're in. If you could work these people in New York Post and all these other big newspapers, 
You could get them hooked on this and be like, are you kidding me? I thought he was going to WWE. He's back in AEW. I, yeah. I, I got to watch and see what this is all about now. It, it could be a really good ratings grab ploy. And there's nothing wrong with doing things just for ratings. So I, if it's a work, bravo to Tony Khan, bravo to Cody Rhodes, bravo to everybody else involved. But if it's him going to WWE, he's doing what's best for him. He's doing what's best for Brandy and his family. And at the same time, it, I think it just makes the wrestling industry better because now you're circling the wagons and you can play these little dream match games. You could play these speculations. What could happen? Anything can happen in the world of professional wrestling. And today, if it's true that he's leaving AEW for WWE, just proves anyone can sign with WWE and anyone can sign with AEW. No one is is a lifer to any promotion. Unless you're Shawn Michaels. Even like Shawn Michaels or, or the undertaker. And even then, like they worked somewhere else before they came to WWE. No, I know. I know. Little did we know that Tony Khan, when he talked about doors closing, it was literally the door closing on his EVP's ass on the way out. So, yep. And that was really the big announcement. It wasn't that (laughs) Keith Lee signed. It's that Cody's leaving. But so you mean to tell me I'm not going to get to see Dan Lambert wrestle Brandy now? I guess not. Or Paige Van Zant versus Brandy, unless Vince, uh, Mc- unless Vince McMahon is like, "Hey, Paige, you're not signed to AEW. You're just there on a per date basis. We'll sign you. We'll get you against Ronda Rousey, and then we'll get you against Brandy. It'll be fun. What do you say?" I doubt that will happen, but. It's definitely an interesting conversation to have, and you can have that conversation in the comments below. Don't forget to share this all over social media on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, SCPB Podcast. We'll talk to you on the next episode of the Squared Circle Psycho Babble.